We are back again, and we're starting in chapter 12 today of First Chronicles. I'm going to start reading right away. Now these are they that came to David, to Ziklag, while he yet kept himself close because of Saul, the son of Kish, and they were among the mighty men, helpers of the war. They were armed with bows, and could use both the right hand and the left in hurling stones and shooting arrows out of a bow, even of Saul's brethren of Benjamin. The chief was Ahazer, then Joash, the sons of Shema'ah, and the Gibbethite, and Jeziel, and Pelet, the sons of Asmaveth, and Barachah, and Jehu, the Antithite, and Ismaiah the Gibeonite, a mighty man among the thirty and over the thirty, and Jeremiah, and Jahaziel, and Johanan, and Josabad, the Gedarathite, Eluzai, and Jeremoth, and Bealiah, and Shemariah, and Shephatiah, the Harufite, Elkanah, and Josiah, and Azrael, and Joezer, and Jasobim, the Korhites, and Jola, and Zebadiah, the sons of Jeroham of Gedor. And of the Gadites there separated themselves unto David into the hold, to the wilderness, men of might, and men of war, fit for the battle, that could handle shield and buckler, whose faces were like the faces of lions, and were as swift as the rose upon the mountains. Ezer the first, Obadiah the second, Eliab the third, Mishmanah the fourth, Jeremiah the fifth, Atai the sixth, Eliel the seventh, Johanan the eighth, Elzabad the ninth, Jeremiah the tenth, Machbanei the eleventh. These were the sons of Gad, captains of the host, one of the least was over an hundred, and the greatest over a thousand. These are they that went over Jordan in the first month, when it had overflown all his banks, and they put to flight all them of the valleys, both toward the east and toward the west. And there came of the children of Benjamin and Judah to the hold unto David. And David went out to meet them, and answered, and said unto them, If ye be come peaceably unto me, to help me, mine heart shall be knit unto you. But if ye be come to betray me to mine enemies, seeing there is no wrong in mine hands, the God of our fathers look thereon, and rebuke it. Then the Spirit came upon Amasai, who was chief of the captains, and he said, Thine are we, David, and on thy side, thou son of Jesse. Peace, peace be unto thee, and peace be to thine helpers, for thy God helpeth them. Then David received them, and made them captains of the band. 
Under the Old Covenant, the Holy Spirit would equip certain men with power and ability to do certain tasks, as God called them to them. In Amasai's case, it was the gift of prophetic inspiration. Under the New Covenant, Jesus promises all his followers also will receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Verse 19, And there fell some of Manasseh to David, when he came with the Philistines against Saul to battle. But they helped them not, for the lords of the Philistines, upon advisement, sent him away, saying, He will fall to his master Saul, to the jeopardy of our heads. As he went to Ziklag, there fell to him of Manasseh, Adna, and Josabad, and Jediel, and Michael, and Josabad, and Elihu, and Zilphai, captains of the thousands that were of Manasseh. And they helped David against the band of the rovers, for they were all mighty men of valor, and were captains in the host. For at that time, day by day, there came to David to help him, until it was a great host, like the host of God. And now here's the number of David's men. And these are the numbers of the bands that were ready armed to the war, and came to David, to Hebron, to turn the kingdom of Saul to him, according to the word of the Lord. The children of Judah, that bear shield and spear, were six thousand and eight hundred, ready armed to the war. Of the children of Simeon, mighty men of valor for the war, seven thousand and one hundred. Of the children of Levi, four thousand and six hundred. And Jehoiada was the leader of the Aaronites, and with him were three thousand and seven hundred. And Zadok, a young man, mighty of valor, and of his father's house, twenty and two captains. And of the children of Benjamin, the kindred of Saul, three thousand, for hitherto the greatest part of them had kept the ward of the house of Saul. And of the children of Ephraim, twenty thousand and eight hundred, mighty men of valor, famous throughout the house of their fathers. And of the half-tribe of Manasseh, eighteen thousand, which were expressed by name, to come and make David king. And of the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of the times, to know what Israel ought to do, the heads of them were two hundred, and all their brethren were at their commandment. Quick pause here. It speaks of how they were men of understanding. The word understanding represents two Hebrew words. The first comes from yada, to know, and indicates a personal experiential knowledge, a deep understanding, a discernment, competence, or awareness. The second, bina, is understanding, insight, discernment. It emphasizes that these men's minds, they had understanding. Um, even Daniel in chapter 2 praises God because he giveth wisdom to the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. Verse 20. 
come. According to God's wisdom, there's a season and a time for all of his purposes and for the fulfillment of his promises. We see this in nature. It's a perfect example even right now, I think, as we're going from spring to fall. And also in his kingdom, there are appointed times. We can see those supernaturally, spiritually. God gives us eyes for that. It's important for us to recognize the seasons that we are in for his redemptive purposes. Again and again, the scriptures talk about how God's people are blind to what he's doing or what he's about to do. As a whole, we see here how Israel was blind and ignorant when God, in the fullness of time, sent Jesus. Too often, we do not know or discern when God is bringing fulfillment to his purpose. We need to spiritually wake up. The men of Issachar, they had special mention in scripture because from among the 12 tribes of Israel, they alone understood the times and they alone discerned what God was doing as he was bringing David to the throne as his anointed. We need discernment of God's times and seasons. This is the only way we can cooperate with God and work purposefully for God's vision. Know the seasons, know the times, pray for wisdom and for understanding. Okay, verse 33. Of Zebulun, such as went forth to battle, expert in war, with all instruments of war, fifty thousand, which could keep rank, they were not of double heart. And of Naphtali, a thousand captains, and with them, with shield and spear, thirty and seven thousand. And of the Danites, expert in war, twenty and eight thousand and six hundred. And of Asher, such as went forth to battle, expert in war, forty thousand. And on the other side of Jordan, of the Reubenites and the Gadites, and of the half-tribe of Manasseh, with all manner of instruments of war for the battle, an hundred and twenty thousand. All these men of war that could keep rank came with a perfect heart to Hebron to make David king over all Israel. And all the rest also of Israel were of one heart to make David king. And there they were with David three days, eating and drinking, for their brethren had prepared for them. Moreover, they that were nigh them, even unto Issachar and Zebulun and Naphtali, brought bread on asses and on camels and on mules and on oxen, and meat, meal cakes of figs and bunches of raisins and wine, and oil and oxen and sheep abundantly, for there was joy in Israel. Now we're moving on to the ark taken to Obed-Edom. And David consulted with the captains of thousands and hundreds, and with every leader. And David said unto all the congregation of Israel, If it seem good unto you, and that it be of the Lord our God, let us send abroad unto our brethren everywhere that are left in all the land of Israel, 
and with them also to the priests and Levites which are in the cities and suburbs, that they may gather themselves unto us. And let us bring again the ark of our God to us, for we inquired not at it in the days of Saul. The ark was captured and held by the Philistines for several months. This is back in 1 Samuel 4. It was then returned to Israel and kept at Kirjath-Jerim, ten miles from Jerusalem. Throughout the reign of Saul, the ark had been neglected and remained in obscurity. Okay, verse 4 of chapter 13. And all the congregation said that they would do so, for the thing was right in the eyes of all the people. So David gathered all Israel together, from Shihor of Egypt, even unto the entering of Hamath, to bring the ark of God from Kirjath-Jerim. And David went up, and all Israel, to Baalah, that is, to Kirjath-Jerim, which belonged to Judah, to bring up thence the ark of God the Lord, that dwelleth between the cherubims, whose name is called on it. And they carried the ark of God in a new cart out of the house of Abinadab, and Uzzah and Ahio drave the cart. And David and all Israel played before God with all their might, and with singing, and with harps, and with psalteries, and with timbrels, and with cymbals, and with trumpets. And when they came onto the threshing floor of Chidon, Uzzah put forth his hand to hold the ark, for the oxen stumbled. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Uzzah, and he smote him, because he put his hand to the ark, and there he died before God. Uzzah was destroyed because of his action, which was contrary to God's command. God gave specific instructions for handling the ark. It's important for us to understand that worship and service to God need to be according to his revelation and his word. Okay, verse 11. And David was displeased because the Lord had made a breach upon Uzzah. Wherefore, that place is called Perez Uzzah to this day. And David was afraid of God that day, saying, How shall I bring the ark of God home to me? So David brought not the ark home to himself to the city of David, but carried it aside into the house of Obed-Edom the Giddite. And the ark of God remained with the family of Obed-Edom in his house three months. And the Lord blessed the house of Obed-Edom and all that he had. So the Lord blessed Obed-Edom's family. He received the ark with reverence and in obedience to God. The ark brought death to one man, but it brought blessings to another. Okay, chapter 14, David defeats the Philistines. Now Hiram, king of Tyre, sent messengers to David, and timbers of cedars, with masons and carpenters, to build him a house. And David perceived that the Lord had confirmed him king over Israel, 
for his kingdom was lift up on high because of his people Israel. So David's kingdom was highly exalted, not for his sake, but for the sake of God's people. David was to establish Israel's position in the world so that they might serve God in righteousness and in truth. Under the new covenant, God may exalt someone, not for that person's sake, but so that God's people may be built up morally and spiritually. Okay, verse 3. And David took more wives at Jerusalem, and David begat more sons and daughters. We must remember here, God never encouraged or confirmed that it was acceptable for his chosen people to take multiple wives. This is a fault in David that brought about terrible tragedy on his family. Okay, verse 4. Now these are the names of his children that he had in Jerusalem, Shamua and Shobab, Nathan and Solomon, and Ibhar and Elishua and Elpalet, and Nogah and Nepheg and Japhiah, and Elishama and Belediah and Eliphalet. And when the Philistines heard that David was anointed king over all Israel, all the Philistines went up to seek David, and David heard of it, and went out against them. And the Philistines came and spread themselves in the valley of Rephaim. And David inquired of God, saying, Shall I go up against the Philistines, and wilt thou deliver them into mine hand? And the Lord said unto him, Go up, for I will deliver them into thine hand. So they came up to Baal-perazim, and David smote them there. Then David said, God hath broken in upon mine enemies by mine hand, like the breaking forth of waters. Therefore they called the name of that place Baal-perazim. And when they had left their gods there, David gave a commandment, and they were burnt with fire. And the Philistines yet again spread themselves abroad in the valley. Therefore David inquired again of God, and God said unto him, Go not up after them, turn away from them, and come upon them over against the mulberry trees. And it shall be, when thou shalt hear a sound of going in the tops of the mulberry trees, that, then thou shalt go out to battle, for God is gone forth before thee to smite the host of the Philistines. David therefore did as God commanded him, and they smote the host of the Philistines from Gibeon even to Gazer. And the fame of David went out into all lands, and the Lord brought the fear of him upon all nations. So David didn't assume that because it was God's will to go up to the Philistines before, that it would be true on the following occasion. David teaches us we will not succeed in life if we do not consistently seek the Lord's guidance and help. His will be done. We must call on God for his grace and his presence. It's an ongoing need for our life. If we neglect 
to turn ourselves continually to God for his direction, for him to light our path, we will find ourselves facing troubles and demands alone without his presence and power. Okay, now we're moving on to chapter 15. This is the ark brought to Jerusalem. And David made him houses in the city of David, and prepared a place for the ark of God, and pitched for it a tent. Then David said, None ought to carry the ark of God but the Levites, for them hath the Lord chosen to carry the ark of God, and to minister unto him for ever. Remember, the ark of God contained the two tables of the law, a jar of manna, and Aaron's rod, which budded. These represented the instruction, provision, mercy, and power of God that was available through faithful obedience to him and his covenant. By David placing the ark in Jerusalem, this represented his desire to return the nation to its original purpose for existence, to honor God and keep his word. Okay, verse 3. And David gathered all of Israel together to Jerusalem to bring up the ark of the Lord unto his place which he had prepared for it. And David assembled the children of Aaron and the Levites. Of the sons of Kohath, Uriel the chief, and his brethren an hundred and twenty. Of the sons of Merari, Asaiah the chief, and his brethren two hundred and twenty. Of the sons of Gershom, Joel the chief, and his brethren an hundred and thirty. Of the sons of Elizaphan, Shemaiah the chief, and his brethren, two hundred. Of the sons of Hebron, Eliel the chief, and his brethren, fourscore. Of the sons of Uziel, Aminadab the chief, and his brethren, an hundred and twelve. And David called for Zadok and Abiathar the priests, and for the Levites, for Uriel, Asaiah, and Joel, Shemaiah, and Eliel, and Aminadab. And he said unto them, Ye are the chief of the fathers of the Levites. Sanctify yourselves, both ye and your brethren, that you may bring up the ark of the Lord God of Israel unto the place that I have prepared for it. In order to do the work of the Lord, we must sanctify ourselves. We must separate ourselves from all that offends God and present ourselves to him as instruments of righteousness. God tells us that as a holy God, we must be holy as he is holy. Okay, verse 13. For because ye did it not at the first the Lord our God made a breach upon us, for that we sought him not after the due order. So the priests and the Levites sanctified themselves to bring up the ark of the Lord God of Israel. And the children of the Levites bear the ark of God upon their shoulders, with the staves thereon, as Moses commanded, according to the word of the Lord. And David spake to the chief of the Levites, to appoint their brethren to be 
the singers, with instruments of music, psalteries, and harps, and cymbals, sounding by lifting up the voice with joy. So the Levites appointed Haman, the, so the son of Joel, and of his brethren, Asaph, the son of Berechiah, and of the sons of Merari, their brethren, Ethan, the son of Cushaiah, and with them their brethren of the second degree, Zechariah, Ben, and Jaazael, and Shemiramoth, and Jehiel, and Unai, Eliab, and Benaniah, and Masaiah, and Matathaiah, and Elephalah, and Mekneiah, and Obed-Edom, and Jeiel, the porters. So the singers, Haman, and Asaph, and Ethan, were appointed to sound with cymbals of brass. And Zechariah, and Azael, and Shemiramoth, and Jehiel, and Unai, and Eliab, and Maasiah, and Benaiah, with psalteries on Alamoth, and Matathiah, and Eliphalah, and Mikneiah, and Obed-Edom, and Jael, and Azaziah, with harps on the Shemineth to excel. And Chenaniah, chief of the Levites, was for song. He instructed about the song because he was skillful. And Berechiah and Elkanah were doorkeepers for the ark. And Shebaniah and Jehoshaphat and Nathaniel and Amasai and Zechariah and Benaiah and Eleazar the priests did blow with the trumpets before the ark of God. And Obed-Edom and Jehaiah were doorkeepers for the ark. So David and the elders of Israel and the captains over thousands went to bring up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord out of the house of Obed-Edom with joy. And it came to pass, when God helped the Levites that bear the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, that they offered seven bullocks and seven rams. And David was clothed with a robe of fine linen, and all the Levites that bear the Ark and the singers, and Chenaniah, the master of the song, with the singers. David also had upon him an ephod of linen. Thus all Israel brought up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, with shouting, and with the sound of the coronet, and with trumpets, and with cymbals, making a noise with psalteries and harps. And it came to pass, as the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord came to the city of David, that Michal, the daughter of Saul, looking out at a window, saw King David dancing and playing, and she despised him in her heart. So they brought the Ark of God and set it in the midst of the tent that David had pitched for it. And they offered burnt sacrifices and peace offerings before God. And when David had made an end of offering the burnt offerings and the peace offerings, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord. And he dealt to every one of Israel, both man and woman, to every one 
a loaf of bread, and a good piece of flesh, and a flagon of wine. And he appointed certain of the Levites to minister before the ark of the Lord, and to record, and to thank, and to praise the Lord God of Israel. Asaph, the chief, and next to him Zechariah, Jeiel, and Shemiramoth, and Jehiel, and Mattathiah, and Eliab, and Benaiah, and Obed-Edom, and Jeiel with psalteries and with harps, but Asaph made sound with cymbals. Benaiah also, and Jehaziel, the priests with trumpets, continually before the ark of the covenant of God. Here's David's psalm of gratitude, and this, this will be where we'll end it for the day. Then on that day David delivered first this psalm to thank the Lord into the hand of Asaph and his brethren. Give thanks unto the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the people. Sing unto him, sing psalms unto him, talk you of all his wondrous works. Glory ye in his holy name, let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength, seek his face continually. Remember his marvelous works that he hath done, his wonders and the judgments of his mouth. O ye seed of Israel his servant, ye children of Jacob his chosen ones, he is the Lord our God, his judgments are in all the earth. Be ye mindful always of his covenant, the word which he commanded to a thousand generations, even of the covenant which he made with Abraham, and of his oath unto Isaac, and hath confirmed the same to Jacob for a law, and to Israel for an everlasting covenant, saying, Unto thee will I give the land of Canaan, the lot of your inheritance, when ye were but few, even a few, and strangers in it. And when they went from nation to nation, and from one kingdom to another people, he suffered no man to do them wrong. Yea, he reproved kings for their sakes, saying, Touch not mine anointed, and do my prophets no harm. Sing unto the Lord, all the earth. Show forth from day to day his salvation. Declare his glory among the heathen, his marvelous works among all nations. For great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. He also is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the people are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Glory and honor are in his presence. Strength and gladness are in his place. Give unto the Lord, ye kindreds of the people. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering, and come before him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Fear before him all the earth. The world also shall be stable 
that it be not moved. Let the heavens be glad, and let the earth rejoice. Let men say among the nations, The Lord reigneth. Let the sea roar, and the fullness thereof. Let the fields rejoice, and all that is therein. Then shall the trees of the wood sing out at the presence of the Lord, because he cometh to judge the earth. O oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth for ever. And say ye, Save us, O God of our salvation, and gather us together, and deliver us from the heathen, that we may give thanks to thy holy name and glory in thy praise. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel for ever and ever. And all the people said, Amen, and praised the Lord. So he left there before the ark of the covenant of the Lord, Asaph and his brethren, to minister before the ark continually, as every day's work required. Every day. And Obed-Edom, with their brethren, threescore and eight, Obed-Edom, also the son of Jeduthun, and Hosah, to be porters, and Zadok the priest, and his brethren the priests, before the tabernacle of the Lord, in the high place that was at Gibeon, to offer burnt offerings unto the Lord, upon the altar of the burnt offering continually, morning and evening, and to do according to all that is written in the law of the Lord, which he commanded Israel. And with them Haman and Jeduthun, and the rest that were chosen, who were expressed by name to give thanks to the Lord, because his mercy endureth forever. And with them Haman and Jeduthun, with trumpets and cymbals, for those that should make a sound, and with musical instruments of God. And the sons of Jeduthun were porters, and all the people departed, every man to his house, and David returned to bless his house. So a couple quick notes here about this psalm. What we just read. It's a compilation of Psalm 105, Psalm 96, Psalm 106. David is celebrating God's mercy, the great deeds that he's done for Israel. Praise and thanksgiving. Now, today, we are all considered to be priests of God when we're washed in his blood, when we're filled with his spirit. We too should offer the ministry of praise and thanksgiving to God. Romans 12.1 says, By Christ, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Our praise and worship must be in word and in deed. They are only acceptable to God when we worship him in spirit and in truth. We need to be committed to his word and not conformed to this world. Our joy and our security, our freedom, 
These are all dependent upon the gratitude that we show God, our perseverance in seeking his face daily. If we continually call to the Lord with thanksgiving, we will have confidence that he is walking with us and that he is a present help throughout all our life. Genuine worship, genuine praise. These things must be done in spirit and in holiness and in truth. God accepts spiritual, jubilant worship, but only when it is accompanied by an inward disposition of reverence and purity, holiness and earnest desire to be with our Lord, a fervent commitment to resist all that offends his holy nature.